We went down a little bit. I put some ice on it. This up almost two times the size. Yeah. I feel like it's so nice. That's good. You want to crack a can freedom for the for, for the folks at home? Yeah. Are you we ready to go? We're ready to go, baby. I'm just waiting on you, cousy. Oh, my bad. I didn't know. I didn't no, get the go ahead there. Wish I had caught more of the spider story. Oh, there right, we go. <laughs> There we go. <clears throat> Let's do it. Welcome to Ooh. welcome uh-huh. to the Gentleman's Podcast. My name is Chris Fusen, the award-winning chef. Joining me on the phone all the way from Wartorn, Henderson, Kentucky, is the red-blooded American Corey Florence. And two-time champ of uh, fantasy football. Mm-hmm. Not joining us on the episode uh, this time is uh, Captain Nate Brown. Captain Nate Brown is uh, still over in the desert fighting for your freedom. That's right. That's right. He's fighting for your freedom to grab everyone you know and take them to the East Coast Beach. (laughs) Which sparks my first story. So we just got back from uh, a bachelor party in... War-torn Charlestown. Charlestown, South Carolina. Uh, It was very war-torn, too. God damn. Yeah, it was... uh, we lost a lot of good men there. We lost a lot of good men down there. Uh, if we're being honest, there were two things I was looking forward to. Obviously, you know, we're down there celebrating the groom and all that shit, you know, as yeah. you do. As you do. But humans are self-serving creatures, and I am human. Uh, I wanted to eat good food, which I did. We did have good food the entire I, time. We ate phenomenally the entire trip. Uh, and I wanted to go to the beach, which we did. It's just that, um, like, there was a storm Charles Charleston Beach uh, Facebook page, I guess, that was, like, the same as the Area 51 Facebook page. <laughs> and everyone showed up. We had a patch of sand on that beach that, I shit you not, was as big as a dining room table. That's as much room on the beach as we could find. To just put our stuff down. And not, not even like your mama's dining table. No, no, no. I'm, I'm talking, talking about your, your, he's on your college dining table. Yeah, your first apartment dining room table. It was, it was, it was, uh, and the worst part about it was, as far as valuables went, we probably had, I'm going to say, four or five grand. Like you add everything up and what was, could be done and we just put it in a hole and hope for the best yeah as the do you want to talk about the current you can talk about the current as oh yeah so yeah i've never seen so yes. many people in my life um and yeah that, i mean that was the most amount of people i've ever seen in my life at one time and uh and so then it was it was, it was crazy yeah and so then we were like okay well let's just get in the water because everybody up here is just grabbing some sun so we go and get out in the water, <coughs> and uh, like those, those videos when it starts raining in the spring, and they're like, "Check out this uh, out around Louisiana. Watch this!" And like a house gets swallowed up by the river. Yeah, that strong of an undertow current was going on on the East Coast. Like I would go to dive under a wave, uh, <laughs> and, and look up, look up, and I was in fucking Georgia, like. <laughs> there was one time that uh, I hit a wave and got back up, and Nick was right beside me before, 
Yeah. And then I got back up and I looked down. He was in Folly Beach. Like, he's just gone. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit. <laughs> to me, it was like it was like a it was like if a D10 dozer was coming at you <laughs> and you tried to put your foot out to stop it and you couldn't. <laughs> yeah. So you tried to climb over it, but you couldn't. Yeah. And then finally you went to the side real quick. And then I had to walk back. Yeah, like I could lean at a I could lean at like a 65 degree angle and be just fine. Yeah. That's how strong yeah. it was. Um, that was, and I've been to many, many beaches as you have. Yeah. Um, that was the worst current I've ever felt in my life. Yeah. Nick was saying like, cause he used to work, um, uh, I guess summers. Do you work summers up in Alaska? Yeah. Yeah. He said like currents were happening up in Alaska like that. And that's not swimmable water, you know? No, like clearly as I was the only one that had a lifeguard on lifeguard shirt on that day, because that beach should have been shut the fuck down. I know because there was, I don't know how many, you know, you said earlier, there was, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. There was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kids that maybe were soaking wet. 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 60 pounds, whatever they, whatever five year olds weigh. Yeah. And those some bitches, if you look, if you looked away one time, that dude would be all the way down. Even worse. He'd be in fucking Bahamas somewhere. <laughs> yeah. He was <laughs> like, part of me wanted to, cause like, you know, we still, I mean, we brought some shit to do on the beach, but there was no room. And like, part of me was like, just yell shark. Like, you know, I don't know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I mean, like, we'll all have to get out of the water, but maybe some people will clear out because their kids will get all stupid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, real quick, I'm going to give Charlestown a cycle, but I'm also going to give it seven Ks. Yeah, it's probably fair. Charlestown was good to us, and I'm giving you a... Strikeout too because you didn't give up the Charlestown thing. You said Charleston. I know. I'm sorry. Oh, you're right. And we, hey, we're all having a rough Monday. <laughs> um, Charles Charleston never ceased to amaze me. It always, I love it. Um, I never attacked it that way before. Yeah. And it defeated me. Yeah. So I mean, we did some. We did some of your like normal bar stuff you know like we found a nice rooftop bar that was awesome we found a nice dive bar which was awesome and then we ended up in turned like, huh? Go ahead, <laughs> oh yeah it turned out to be a big communist bar i don't know yeah whatever uh and then then we ended up in like some like edm millennial club or something it was weird um i, I was waiting to see if skrillex was going to come out of the bathroom while i was waiting <laughs> We come. We walked up in there, stuck out like six hayseeds in a in a in like a silicone sphere. It was bad. There was yeah. Um, it, yes, I, I I can't think of one right now because I can't think of one that would justify how much we stuck out. <laughs> Sore thumb does not even begin to no. suggest. Of course, Michael. Oh shit. Mike. Uh, run, run, run! MCM was uh, mm-hmm. pretty jacked about being in that bar because he goes to a bar downtown that is uh, kind of like that. Only they don't steal as much money from you. 
and uh, he was tickle pink. Yeah, I needed to get out of there. I think my I think my equilibrium was getting thrown off, or like my ear, ear <clears throat> eardrums were getting liquidized, or something. I don't know. Something was happening to my body in there. I think that was what happened to my ear. Could have been because it was stupid loud in there. I finally, I think I finally can hear it out of my ear now. Yeah, like correctly. I finally found my threshold as far as like uh, situations I do and don't want to be in. And what about uh, your pork rind sitch? <laughs> yeah, so because uh, I don't think that was the pork rind's fault. I think it was the <laughs> it was a prelude, or I'm sorry, not a prelude. Post lute. Uh, New word. New word. Yeah, you just made that up. Um, I did. So did. <laughs> uh, so uh, we ate all this good food. And I loved it so much that I didn't want to poop it out, so I just decided to puke everything up. <laughs> um, so those three uh, bars, real quick, those three, real quick, real quick. Oh yeah, go ahead. I know you puked a couple times. Did you puke any of the Charleston Crab House out? Uh, no, Crab House actually okay. made it all the way through. Was that the first time you ever been to Charleston Crab House? Yes. Okay, that's my favorite place in the world. Does it does it hold up? Because I know I've told you about it before. Yeah, that was some good food. Yeah, I love that place, man. Some of the people that we were with were bitching about like the dressing or whatever that's on the in the crab boil. Like oh the, yeah, like the yeah, I mean, garlic whatever. mash dressing that's on the crab and stuff like that. I was licking that stuff off. That stuff was delicious. The only thing I was butthurt about was the seasonal vegetable was a bag of fucking carrots from Walmart. They were for like, sure, they were for sure baby carrots from Walmart. And they they threw them in the microwave and then forgot to push the start button. Yeah. And then the plate warmed them up. <laughs> so. I like that. That was my only beef with it. And they, they I've been there probably now 15 times at the, about the same time of the year. Mm-hmm. Never had carrots. So they might just been out with something. They had like Swiss chard and they ran out right before we got there. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mind. I thought I liked the carrots. No, I crushed some crab meat. Uh, you were in a zone, sir. Dude, when I get into uh, crustaceans, we'll say that. Yeah, when I get into eating crust- yeah. when I get into eating crustaceans, I go into like a Tour de France type focus to where like it's amazing. Like yeah, you pace yourself. I, I didn't see you go too hard, but like you were you you didn't let up or anything like that. You took your did you ordered a beer that night, didn't you? I ordered a beer and I it took me the entire meal to drink it because I was so Yeah, precious. but you also had water with you too. So you were you were doing the correct amount of ratio mm-hmm. and uh you just you never you never faltered. No. And it was uh it was pretty impressive. <laughs> I didn't even notice the level of focus I was in until like I had a moment of like my brain went back into my head and I was like, I haven't said anything for a half hour. <laughs> uh, I tried to talk to you. I don't know how many times. And like, I would just, I marked it off. I was like, no, he's good. Cause I think I actually, so when you say you didn't talk to anybody for half an hour, you literally didn't talk to anybody. No, so it was me, you talked to me twice. That was about it. I didn't say a damn word. <laughs> you talked to me twice. Cause I asked you about like, how was the crab? And you were like, mm, mm. <laughs> I hadn't had good crab in it's, I mean, years, years. And then I get like that crab and it was just fucking delicious. No butter. I didn't even like someone was bitching about 
they were like, oh, you don't get any butter? And I was like, I, I do remember that because I was like, I was like yeah. you can go shut the fuck up. This shit is delicious. That's the thing about crab is like, and that's, that, I know it's a, it's a palate, but like good crab, I mean, yeah, butter's butter, but like good crab by itself, you don't need anything. No, you, don't need, you don't need S&P, you don't need shit. No, it's the sweetest natural meat to eat, like as far as like it having a flavor on its own. <laughs> Even beef, now beef is king as far as like carnivores go, but even beef, uh, you S and P it at least, you know. Crab, you can yeah, you can dra- yeah. you can drag a crab out of the water, throw it in the pot bowl, and when it comes out, it's it's, it's so, it, yeah, it's so good. I would argue, I would argue, it doesn't taste as good, but I love shrimp. I think you can do that with shrimp too. Yeah, shrimp is good on its own. Uh, although season, like seasoning a shrimp though, is is way better. Agree, but I mean that's like to me like some people would say salmon, and I'd be like, no, salmon needs a lot of things. I like salmon, but it needs a lot of things with it. Yeah, if you're making like a high like a high or like a high profile salmon dish, you're gonna season it pretty heavy. Yeah. Uh, we ended up, I, my, I, I wasn't, I, I was butthurt, but I wasn't, um, two meals we substituted, well, I guess three months technically, we substituted seafood. Yeah. And the only reason it's not the end of the world is because it was something I never had before as far as their flavor at said place. And it was all delicious. Do you even remember the name of that barbecue place? Uh, Wow's, I think. Wow's Barbecue, yeah. I just remember it had a sign out front that just said hot gut served here. And I was sold. I ate so much wiener that weekend. (laughs) Context. And I'll say it. I'll say it like a motherfucker. Oh, big long wieners, too. Dude, that was some of the best barbecue. And, like, even uh, the guy that organized the bachelor party said that he looked it up and they said, this is the best bachelor, or the best, uh, Wiener. uh, yeah, the best barbecue in the Carolinas, both Carolinas. And so yeah. we went down there and they fucking proved them, they proved him right. That shit was delicious. Yeah, and that's, uh, Carolina prides themselves on, uh, their sauces. This was the first time I ate barbecue in Carolina where you didn't need a sauce. No. It was so good. Because uh, I did I did I did dabble on a couple other people's plates and man, oh man. And the reason I got like I, I got the sauce just because of like a I like a good big hard long sausage, but <laughs> it people a lot of times people forget about sausage, even though they're pretty much at most barbecue places mm-hmm. and man oh god bless america that was probably the best sauces i've ever had yeah and that's not even supposed to be their forte now i might read an article later and says that is their main thing but i don't know i don't know i mean they called it hot guts yeah that was weird too because i dude, i searched and searched and searched for a brought sausage anything whatever and then somebody's like hey look at this hot guts and I was like, oh, they're just calling it that instead. Yeah. I, yeah. And then 
So I was in heaven because you know I'm, I'm a big barbecue guy, and I, we go out we go outside to eat, and I look over, and their smokehouse has four ginormous fucking smokers. I mean, on a for the viewers or for the viewers for the listeners, if you ever see somebody going down a road with a smoker, and you're like, oh, that's cool, like it's on a four by six trailer, and then every once in a while you'll see one that's like a, you know, a four by like or five by like. 12 trailer if they were going to move these they would need a fifth wheel and they had four of them four of them like and it's amazing for all of our uh agricultural listeners you remember the old tank they used to wheel out to uh spray treatment on like tobacco and shit are you talking about the uh center state tanks yeah like the water truck or whatever you know it was like yeah. treated water you know it was that fucking big was the was oh the it was tank. it was awesome it was a big giant barrel four of them just rolling fucking smoke and they had one in the parking lot just ready to go yeah for like catering and stuff they were like we're ready to go my fucker i almost it was awesome a, i almost caught a cat that night it was a, that was a good fucking meal oh yeah i forgot y'all went and like tried to like wrangle a cat yeah he ran off he's oh, waiting for him dropping so <laughs> Is how many good tonight? Yeah. So we crushed it on the food part, drinking part of it. We um, we me, crushed it, but it, it crushed us too. Well, That's where. So it was a war. Yeah. Um, we won some battles. We lost some battles. Yeah. If you want to explain, you want to start it out for us. Oh well, no, I I was the first one to die. So if we're talking, if we're talking like combat sense or whatever, I was first KIA. On Thursday, yeah. on Thursday, because we showed up at that rooftop bar. I was like, "This place is cool as fuck." Like, I was really digging it. And the guy, I'm like, you know, I had a beer with uh, with dinner. I was like, "Let's just stick with beer." We got a bunch of barbecue on our belly. We're doing all right. Stick with yeah. beer. Walk up to the bar, and the bartender's like, "What can I get you, buddy?" And I was like, "I was like, oh, let me get a bourbon and coke." And I was like, "Fuck." Yeah, you put me. <laughs> you put me on that one. So then he makes me a bourbon and coke, and it's absolutely perfect. And so right ingredients, the right amounts, oh, it everything. Perfect bourbon and coke. I, I I mix my own bourbon and cokes the way I like them. This dude apparently uh, lived with me, and I didn't know because he <laughs> mixed a. Was in there, Chris Houston. Yeah, he looked at me and said, "I I, I got you, fam." <laughs> yeah. Mixed a perf- picture-perfect bourbon and Coke. And then I found out they had bullet bourbon there, which is like one of my, it's like my top two favorite bourbons. You're like, John's accepted. Yeah. Yeah, it's sucking them down, bro. I want to say this, and we're going to talk about it probably a little bit more, but me and you were the down, we were down and out. We're getting old. Yeah. But continue. No, that's where I was going. So after that, we went to the Communist Bar, which I'm just going to leave it there. Oh, yeah, that was... Actually, I think we just leave that ambiguous, the Communist Bar thing. We just leave it yeah, ambiguous. Yeah, it was very communist. Um, me and me and Chris did not like what was going on there and some of the things they had hung up. Yeah. But apparently people get butthurt about... Anyway. Umbrellas, apparently. Uh. Yeah, so uh, we'll leave it at that. If anybody cares to ask... Uh, you can uh, call in or 
You can ask us about it later off air. Yeah, and DM us. You can DM us on Facebook too. Yeah, DM DM there. Get in my DMs. Drop in the DMs. Uh, I actually liked the bar. It was a it was a dope little dive bar. The setup was sweet as shit. Yeah, it was a dope little dive bar. They. I asked for a bourbon and coke there too because I was like, "Well, you're gonna die tonight, so just go ahead and die, man." Yeah. Um, and so she filled it up first with uh, Old Crow. I was like, "I, I don't." Yeah, know. we want that medicine show. Yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, and then I looked over at the <laughs> counter. Oh, it slid by nothing. Yeah, I got you on that one. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I I looked at the the back wall or whatever, and I was like, "Oh fuck, they got Knob Creek, which is like my top one." bourbon and i was like uh let me get that bourbon and coke but put that knob creek in it girl and then that uh-huh. was, we kept trying, and that was a good place that we were gonna play pool there or whatever and their change machine sucked so then we had to leave there that's when we went to the fucking edm party yeah and it got weird yeah and then after that uh after that it was about 3 a.m yeah it got weird at the edm uh like I said, that was not our cup of tea. Uh, it was weird. Uh, I felt like I was, I should have already had 12 White Claw and then done some <laughs> Molly. I felt like I was a chaperone. Yeah. For like, at, I let loose a, a little bit that night, not as bad as everybody else. Yeah. Like I was comfortable. No, no, uh, I'm not talking about our people. I thought I was a chaperone at that fucking dance club or whatever to like, like a middle school chaperone. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now you just kind of stand there and scan the crowd and make sure people aren't, like, diddling each other or whatever? I, I did I did do this, though. In, in the middle of that, uh, somebody bumped into me, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, ma'am. I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up. How old am I? <laughs> it was bad. Are you get me too to the center of the earth? <laughs> How dare you assume I'm a ma'am? Yeah, I know that that, that could could have been that way, but she was she was also on Molly, so it didn't matter. Oh, yeah, she didn't care. Uh, <clears throat> that was nice. We got back to the B and B at about I don't know. It was about quarter to four. I didn't go to bed until about quarter after five, which was neat. Yeah, uh, so twelve hours. That was what I was telling people at work today, because uh, they were asking why I looked like a. They were asking why I looked like a pile of dog shit. Because <laughs> Thursday. Yeah, and uh, I told him I said, "Well, Thursday, uh, a bunch of f- dudes between the ages of thirty and thirty-four. <laughs> a bunch of heathens yeah. trying to be younger heathens. Yeah, a bunch of dudes between the ages of thirty and thirty-four showed up in Charlestown, South Carolina, at about three thirty in the afternoon and said, "Hmm, let's drink for twelve hours." Pretty much. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Next day, we go to a fucking amazing restaurant, had some more amazing food, uh, and that's the first time. That I was ever. a good place. That was a good place. And that's that's. The I didn't f- ever knew about that place. No, oh, no, and that that's the first time it happened. Oh, oh. <laughs> go on, explain uh, to the audience. I was eating a delicious shrimp taco. Uh, mm, they looked delicious too. It was incredible. And it tasted so good going down that I just did not want it to go out my butt. Um, so me and <laughs> me and the guy across from me, 
who I keep saying the guy across from me just because I don't fucking care or I'm not gonna say names. Just yeah, we're not. Uh, but it, he was that guy. He was he was that guy, and he's like, "Try this beer." I was like, "All right, yeah, try my beer," as friends do. And I sipped his beer and swallowed, and my stomach said, uh, "Brother, we got business." I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to go to the restroom. I was like, where is the restroom? And they're like, it's upstairs. And I was like, that's perfect. That's so far away from me right now. <laughs> I got, started walking towards it. I get to the steps, and uh, there's an, uh, uh, a lady in front of me, and she starts up the steps. And there's not like steps that you can do a, like a stuntman hard take, you know, overtake. Uh, yeah. I, was like, I was like, well, she is going absolutely too slow. And then my stomach again was like, bro, we got bitness. We got to go. So yep. I went out and found myself a nice little palm tree and some bush that was like razor grass or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was a, uh, I can't remember what that was, but it was not fun for the uh, skin. No. And there was no sign that saying, hey, this pokes you as much as rose bushes. Yeah. And uh, blue chunks. That was cool. Luckily, we'd already paid and everything. So that's true. I didn't have to go and sit down and try and convince the wait staff that no, I didn't just throw up their food. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and then we went and played putt-putt golf at probably the worst putt-putt golf course of all time. Not because Um, it was very challenging. Well, I was basically not, not because it wasn't like difficult or too easy or anything like that. They just didn't pay their electric bill or something because we went at oh, night. Oh, it'd been easy as fuck if we had lighting. Yeah, if we went at, if we went during the day, we'd have had a great time. But at night, they didn't replace all their bulbs, so we were like out there with our fucking phones out, flashlight in the damn cup, so you could see where you're going. Yeah. And I had probably the worst game of golf in my life, both miniature and regular sized. Oh, I have beef with that. I have beef with that game, by the way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's your beef? I with? was running the show, and then we get up to some fucking oh, liberal yeah, bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. on the whole eighteen. We're like, oh, we'll give you strokes back. Yeah, yeah. that was the dumbest eighteenth hole I've ever seen in my life. Because most of the time on the eighteenth hole, it's like sink this and you win a free round, or or I've been to one where it's like sink this and you win unlimited or uh, free rounds for life or something, like that. or something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This one was like set up like skee ball. And if you made it in the top cup, you get minus three off your score and then two and one and zero. And that's how you ended up coming in second place. Yeah, and fucking Joe swings to the goddamn fences and hits 95 things and it falls. Yeah. I'm still putting like I've been putting like fucking Brooks kept all fucking night. <laughs> and then this spot and then. Apparently it was wet too. I, I did find that out. Ah. So me hitting like a fucking the JJ didn't help at all. And I didn't even make. I barely made over the fucking heel, basically. Yeah, it wasn't fun. So that that night happened. You and I were beat to death. So we stayed in after that. The rest. Yeah, of I the, passed out with you that night. Yeah, the rest of the crew went out. That's fine. They can do that. Uh. <clears throat> And then that was Friday. So Saturday, we went to the yeah. beach. We already talked about the beach. After the beach, we found this awesome, uh, up or uh, not roof. Well, I guess you can call it a rooftop, right? Yeah. It just had like an upper deck, really. 
Are you talking about after the beach? Yeah, after the beach. Man, that place is cool. That place the breeze was cool. was awesome. It was sunny, but about like 85. But it was a nice breeze coming in. Sweet breeze coming in. They were Beautiful making, view. They were making some uh, bomb daiquiris. Oh, dude, daiquiri. Daiquiri. I did it. I don't even give a shit. Um. Uh, Beautiful view of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. Uh, with a couple of shipping vehicles out there. Vehicle, I mean, boat. Yeah, it was awesome. A couple of carriers. Shout out to those men and women. Yeah, shout out. But it was just a pretty view of all the above, pretty much. Yeah, that was a fan. That was a fun little bar up there. Uh, it was. Their live music sucked, sucked ass, but that's not their fault. Yeah, no. That guy sucked. <clears throat> Yeah, that was. How are you gonna sing? Dude, like he play guitar. You should have fucking had somebody else helping him. No, sing. Joe. Like, how are you gonna sing Coop, John Cougar Mellencamp? You can't hit all the notes. If I was drunker, well, I actually wasn't drunk then at all. Um, if I was buzzed more, I guess, and then got drunk, I'd have walked up like, "Did you want me to sing something for you, yeah. or like, <laughs> you need help, or I don't know? How, do I don't know how that guy snuck his way into that gig, but." Was, I guess that's why he was the uh, five o'clock show or whatever it was. Yeah, it was pretty rancid. We left, left there and went to a different bar that had another back patio that was pretty awesome. Uh, but they, their stage was legit. We ended up stumbling into, we didn't know this at the time, but we ended up stumbling into a full-fledged damn concert. Pretty much. Yeah. And it was awesome. So, like, the first band had this uh, young lady had a beautiful voice, and the music was incredible, and they sang original music mixed in with some hits. You know, it was awesome. And then the closer band was like, uh, oh, what was the old dude? What did Nick say he looked like? I can't. Uh, oh, shit. Uh, Bubba Watson. Yeah, Bubba Watson. Yeah, but a dude that looked like Bubba Watson, and they were up there just like, Singing the shittiest uh, like pop country songs ever, just trying to get fucked or whatever. Baby, get yeah, my little dirt on my shoes. I gave her the worst. <laughs> Got a little dirt on my boots. First of all, boots. My bad. I was glad we left that. During you get that pop country right, sir. You get it right. Yeah. Also, with that bar. So, if you guys read, hopefully, you guys read Forbes magazine because we might be in there. Who knows? Oh yeah. <laughs> you want to explain that a little bit more? Yeah, so we both... Seen, oh, it turns out, dude, you did see that he was the one with that uh, extremely attractive girl that, like, I think somebody else went out and talked to. Yeah. And he... Because they worked together the entire night. And we got there and talked to her. Or talked... They talked... Because one of them asked me for a, a lighter or whatever. And we were all out there, right in the, you know, in the open, and we just chatting. And then he just shows up, and we're like, "What?" <laughs> I think that might have been their thing. Like they're those weird people. Like they separate for the night, and at the end of it, they come together and like, "What's your report card look like?" Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. His but... hair, his hair was. We're not going to be on there because of his hair. You don't think so? I think it was because of his blood alcohol level. That's true too. So we got we got quarters to play pool again at this place while they were setting up the music, and you and I were standing over there by the pool table, and here comes this dude 
like falling at us, and he's like, "You guys trying to play pool?" And we're like, uh, "We are trying to play pool." He's like, "You and f- you and me to play with you?" We're like, uh, "No." <laughs> we're just like, uh, "Yeah." We were like, "Piss off!" Like we got dudes coming over, and he's like, "Oh man." And then I was, you know, we were both wearing our shirts. By the way, we were representing. Yeah, shout out to Looking Mountain Laser Burst. Got some deep pub. Yeah, shout out. In Looking addition Valley to. Uh, yeah, shout out Looking Valley Lays Works for making us look good at that club. Uh, got we got some looks and shit like that. But this dude, I was like, I was like, I was like, fine, I'm just gonna talk to this guy. He's drunk as shit. He looks, he looks fun. Yeah. I was like, you like sports, buddy? And he's like, what kind of sports? And I was like, that's a fucking dumb question. But I motioned at the shirt, and he was like, oh, what do you guys, you guys talk about uh, fantasy football? I was like, yeah, we talk about fantasy football. He's like, oh. Man, my boy writes for Forbes magazine. He's like, I'll tell him to give you all a shout out. And <laughs> yeah, I turned to Corey. I turned to you, and I was just like, Are you fucking kidding me right now? And then he's like, He's like, He was trying to be serious. He, he was trying. Try- yeah, he was trying to be legit. Like he was drunker than hell. Or whatever. He's like, I'll write it down on my phone. I was like, You should write it down on your phone. I was like, Do you want Dude. me to write it down in your phone? I watched because I watched him type, and he he might have sent a code to fucking Russia for all we know. Yeah, I don't know who he sent it to. He said he was texting himself, but I don't think you can do that. No, like, he thought we were that stupid, but it turns out he's that stupid. You can't text. You can email yourself. I don't think you can text yourself. I can text my iPad, but that's it. Like I can't text my own phone. Yeah, but anyways. Like, I was sitting there, too. Like, I was making sure this motherfucker had it right. I was like, there's a space there. This this is capitalized. Yep. Space yeah. Space oh, here. He, could, he couldn't look at a fucking... He couldn't look at a shirt. We asked him four times to look at the shirt. He wasn't having it. Like... <laughs> no. But if we end up in Forbes magazine, that was the story. That's the origin story. Yeah. I would actually lose my mind if, uh, cause I don't even know where to find Forbes magazine. Uh, I guess we have, there's a rich card in Lexington. You can find it maybe. I was going to say, I don't think you can find it next to guns and ammo. No. Uh, yeah. You ain't finding it at CBS. Uh, you might be able to find it by, there, there might be a stand by 21 C down there by, uh, sky bar. Could just, I mean, could just look it up online too. Oh, uh-huh. well, everything that gets printed, yeah, also, also goes online. <clears throat> even if it's just like a little footnote, that'd be the craziest thing ever. That would be, or yeah, even if it's like these fucking assholes, <laughs> yeah, who are douchebags, and which he was really the douchebag. Actually, uh, yeah. what if he listened? Because I think we told him to listen to like one hundred five or one hundred four. Because that was going to be our next one. Yeah. And so if we, if we listen, if he listens to it and we just were trashing the entire time. I mean, I like the guy. He was funny and shit, but he was just way Do you too remember his name? No, not even close. He was just way too drunk. Shout out to Chad. Chad. Thank he you. He was the, we finally met a Chad that we, we kind of enjoyed sort of. Yeah. Speaking of Chad's, uh, we need to have a conference with the young men of America and tell them. That, no, it's not okay for you to drink White Claw. Bro, there were so many White Claws out there, dude. 
I don't care what's hip. I don't care what the rappers and, and Twitch streamers and all that shit are telling you to drink. White Claw is not a manly drink. You are not supposed to drink that. And if, if you don't like beer, that's okay. There's so many other options other than beer. All right, so, like, I remember you saying something about, like, we were talking about the advertisement, and they're advertising to women, of course. But, like, what the, the thing we watched, you know, the other day, and we joked about, it's because dudes have taken over White Claw. Yeah. And it's the dudes you exactly think it is. And listeners... We we met the dude, and it was like it, it wasn't even the guy that we were talking to. I'm just about right now. It was the other guy that I had told you that bummed. Like he kind of like brushed me when I was at a drink. Yeah, and he had a button down that was not a button with some board shorts on. Um, I guess if the, if the girls are you know looking at him, he's 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 looking dude. Yeah. But, like, he was just like, shut Yeah, I know, right? Like, oh. <laughs> water, water sports, man. Oh. Oh. I want to go to the hills later. Yeah. Down? Okay. See Somali. Yeah. So he was like that guy. And then, as I was saying that conversation to you all, he walked up to a person with us and had a white call in his hand and was like, what's up, bruh? What you do, bruh? <laughs> and Nick, oh, fucking Nick. Nick wasn't having it. He was not fucking having it. <laughs> and luckily Nick was mediocre at that point. He was exhausted. Yeah. And he, the shitting grin he had on his face, like I knew exactly what he was thinking. And he was <laughs> like, bro. And he was like, I love your shirt, bruh. Nickelodeon, what's up, motherfucker? Nickelodeon's been canceled since you were born. So, like, get out of here with that. <laughs> oh, my God. There but was that, so... was, that was probably my favorite part of Mr. Massey that entire weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, we so we've been talking about Charlestown, South Carolina so much because guess what? It's still dead period for the NFL. A little bit. But I think – is it this Thursday is the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, this Thursday is Broncos Falcons Hall of Fame. Okay, so you get to see the starters for two series, and then you know, yeah, watch football for the rest of the night or whatever. That's nice. And then training camp has officially started. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I don't dive that much into training camp. I saw some Snapchat videos from the Indianapolis Colts. Looks like everybody's hitting dummy pads pretty good. So if we play a team, oh, it's intense man. Yeah, if Indianapolis plays a team of dummy pads, I think we've got that one in the bag. Crush them. Uh, <laughs> so one of the things that uh, that popped up is uh, the NFL is the one that made Cincinnati train and date. Really? Who cares about Cincinnati Bengals? Yes. Well depending on who you care for and what you like and all that stuff. AJ Green, it's not as bad as everyone thought, but it's still bad. Oh, yeah, where he went down in practice. He's out six to eight weeks. Oh, my God. Yeah, but six to eight weeks, is he's going to miss opening week and be 
good week oh, two. Oh, okay, yeah, you're talking about six to eight weeks from now. Yes. Okay, that's good. Uh, that's not and bad. So basically, they interviewed a bunch of uh, the Bengals who are young, dumb, and full of time. Yeah. And they pretty much just shit on that fucking field. And they're like, it's a fucking turf field that's trashed and blah, 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 all this. And you sit here and think, you're like, the NFL makes billions of dollars, and they force teams to, they force the Bengals to go to Dayton at this place to um, do their training camp. And their main player gets hurt. That's a bad look. The field, dude, the field, somebody else said that's anonymous, of course. Yeah. But somebody else said, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. My high school is better. Well, are they playing? Are they practicing at University of Dayton? No. They're, it's like some fucking random field in the middle of downtown. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they said uh, they said that he cut and it didn't take right, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. So people's legs are just slipping right out from under them on this shitty turf. Apparently, and the NFL is worried about their image, apparently, in Ohio more than they are worried about arguably one of the top ten wide receivers that's been in the league for the past uh, eight years. That's dumb. For those of you that don't know, that don't live around here, around where we are, uh, Cincinnati used to come to Georgetown, Kentucky for a camp. And it okay. was a big thing for Central Kentucky. You know, a lot of fans that can't make it up to Paul Brown Stadium would go to Georgetown College and watch them practice. You know, it was a big thing. So you move it up to Dayton, which I would argue is closer to Cleveland than it is Ohio. You can you can dispute me if you want. I don't know for it's, sure. Geographically, Dayton is closer to Cincinnati by far than Cleveland. Is but Ohio really well, that I'll, big I'll, of a I'll state? Give Kentucky is the same thing with the Reds. Kentucky is a Bengals. Like they, there's more people that go to the Reds games and the Bengals games that are from Kentucky than Ohio. Yeah, well, it depends on how old you are. A lot of the older people I've learned are more Browns fans. Like, but that's like I'm talking old people as far as like the Bengals didn't exist. True, but I'm saying like as far as like sales go. Yeah, yeah, no, I get you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Every sporting goods store that we have down here, even like the big chains, sporting goods store stuff, all the, the NFL gear, like you have your popular teams like the Patriots and Seahawks and, and shit like that. But for the most part, it's predominantly Bengals, <clears throat> gear, uh, Bengals gear sold down here. Yeah, and, well, and like I watch more baseball than I want to admit about, but because it's on Fox Sports Ohio, Cincinnati yeah. is a Ohio team. And every time they talk about the Toyota getting hit, the Toyota sign getting hit, and you win a Tundra or whatever, yeah, uh, nineteen times out of twenty, it's somebody from Kentucky. <laughs> like it's not from like if, if this person hits this, you win, blah blah, blah and it's from uh, Den- Denise uh, Williams from fucking Erlanger, Kentucky. Yeah, and you know it's it's that stuff. And I know, like, because I've been going to Cincinnati games for 28 years. Like, I know, and I think Bengals are the same way for the most part. So, like, I don't know. I I don't know, man. It's a, it's just a. I mean, the NFL makes some really stupid calls. 
especially a turf field. Why in God's name would you go to a turf field when their home field is grass? And how many? I mean, there aren't that many. I'm you know I'm shooting from the hip here, but I don't feel like there's that many turf fields in the league. There's not. There's there's that that new type of turf that's still turf, but it gives like grass. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It yeah. holds like grass. Yeah. With the pellets and stuff. But not but not everybody does it. No. But I mean, as far as like like if I'm the Bengals. GM or I don't know who gets to, who you know can clap back at Goodell in that one, but I would be like we play on grass. I would like to have our training camp on grass. That way, when our players get to the grass field, they're like, oh yeah, I've been training on grass to play on grass. That's the thing. It's like if if, if the least you're going to do, you're like if you want, if the NFL is going to require Cincinnati to go to Dayton and do training camp. You better make that field identical to Paul Brown City. Right. Stupid. It's absurd. Ezekiel Elliott is holding out. I don't, he hasn't reported to camp yet. Oh, hey. Not only is he not reporting camp, motherfucker going to Cabo. He's out. Oh, he's going to Cabo, Mexico. He's going to a different country. Federales. Walking a beach with Uzis. Only real ones get that joke. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Single. Single uh, but uh yeah, so he's leaving the country instead of playing professional football. That's not a good look. Uh you got players showing up in Brinks trucks. Green Bay Packers are showing up to camp on bicycles as they're one to do. And then Antonio Brown showing up to camp in a hot air balloon because why the fuck not? I don't want him to get hurt. But, like, seriously, a fucking hot air balloon. <laughs> He's like the Wizard of Oz wheeling in here. Like, what's up, all of you? Uh... Well, last year he showed up in fucking Cruella the Bill's fucking long-ass car with nine motors. <laughs> like, come on. <clears throat> come on, man. Just show up in, like, the car that you own. So, you're talking about holdouts. You said Elliot. He's going mm-hmm. to Cabo. He said Deuces. Uh, Gordon. Michael Thomas is officially holding out now. Michael Thomas is officially holding out. Oh, that's not good yeah. for him. Because where he was drafted in the second round, you know, it's one thing for other people to hold out. He's only getting paid like uh, 12 bucks in a, in a six-pack of fucking Natty. All right. So I understand why he's holding out, and I think the Saints will do him good. Um, he's not, and then Julio Jones is kind of holding out for another. He's at Trump. He's he's at camp, but he's holding out for a bigger contract. I got you. Julio Jones uh, dug his own grave on that one. That's he, he signed the first big one, and then he signed the second big one, and now he wants the third. Yeah, get out of here, man. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, and then Michael Thomas is he still under his first contract? Yeah, he's under his rookie contract. Oh, okay. Why can't you just, you know, I don't know, do normal stuff like wait till that contract's up? So the difference is here's the difference. Julio Jones is a is very is, he's quiet about what he does, but he's kind of a bitch. Like he bitched and moaned multiple times because the second contract he had, he was the 
he was the first guy that got paid big, 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 big money yeah. for a wide receiver. And then he started a trend. And we talked about this before on an episode probably a year ago. Is he started the trend, and that's what, you know, it's always going to go up. It's always going to go up. Mm-hmm. And he bitched him on about his second contract because he was two years into this contract, three years into his contract, and he wanted a touch more because he thought he was better. And now he's asking for his third contract midway through his second contract because he still thinks he's the greatest thing since life's bread. But my thing is, though, is like, in arbitration or whatever, the Falcons can just look at him and be like, you are under contract. When it is up, we will talk. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he pinned the deal. So in the normal world where normal people live, when you sign a contract, like especially a work contract, cause I didn't know this, but actually like big level salary, people can sign work contracts, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, like, you sign one for two years, whatever, two years, 75K for your for your management job. Like, you are uh, tied to that company for two years at 75K, you know? Yeah. And that's how a contract works. You can't just, you can't just be like, oh, yeah, I want to be a Falcon for the rest of my life. So, 10 years, 10 years, $140 million, hell yeah. And then, like, a year later when... Uh, you know, I don't just throwing the name, just you know, throwing names. A year later, when Brandon Cooks signs one for uh, three years, uh, like three years, hundred million dollars, and you look and you're like, wow, he's making more money a year than I am. You can't just be like, uh, hang on, I made a mistake. No, I agree hundred percent. But it also he goes with coaches too. Like they don't ever do anything they're they're supposed to do. And the other thing about that is, too, is like, so the CBA has already been made. Like, the players fucked themselves from the last CBA, okay? Yeah. But the difference is the cap will go up regardless. The cap has nothing to do with the CBA. So it keeps going up. So every time, every year that free agency comes up, the cap goes up. The averages go up. Everything goes up. Yeah, and, and that's that, that's what that's what causes this whole stir of bullshittery. Yeah, because the NFL is making people that think their shit on stick. Yeah, they're making more money, which means the spread of the owners' money to for salaries goes up, and they can afford you know they can pay guys a lot more money. Yeah, that's basic economics. Your contracted your contracted salary doesn't go up like inflation. It's 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 there. It's it's not the Falcons' fault that uh the cap went up and he signed a deal like what one year ago you know two years ago and then that was also when uh matt ryan came the most highest paid quarterback at like 42 million dollars whatever which got dwarfed has sort of since been uh, i think dwarfed. his guaranteed is not the highest but i think his yearly is still almost the highest really yeah dude puts up numbers he may not win all the big games, or whatever. But he does put up numbers. Oh yeah, I'm with you. Like if I if I'm sitting around just like sitting, you know, fucking myself, and tenth round comes around, and Matt Ryan's there. I'll take him. Yeah, not if I take yeah. him first. 
<laughs> you have a quarterback. I know, but I just want to draft all the guys you want. We can get into that a little bit later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I basically like it's saying like at some point you're gonna have to sit these guys down that just keep wanting to restructure in the middle of a contract and say, "Hey, you're being a child. Finish out your contract, and then you'll get paid." Yeah, you can't just be like, "Well." He gets more money than me. That's because it's 2019 and the cap is higher. When it's 2020 yeah. and your contract's up, guess what? The cap will be higher. Yeah. I do think, though, like, there was time I was listening to somebody. I don't know who it was because I just scanned my radio there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I got picked up, they were talking about uh, who to sign between Dak, uh, Cooper, and Elliot from – uh, the Cowboys. Yeah. And they're like, look, real talk. Like, Cooper performed. Cooper deserves one just because. He performed when he got there, and he's, he's healthy. He seems accessible. Dak Prescott, that's not – like I wouldn't want him as my quarterback, but, yeah. like, I think he's better than – I think he's higher than a mid-tier quarterback. Like I could think of, I could think of. I would put him in top twelve. Maybe that's fair. I was gonna say top ten, but yeah, that's fair. Or top ten. Or yeah, yeah. Okay, I was. The only reason I didn't say it is so he's gonna yell at me. But like, I would put him in top ten because what he can do on his feet, and he's he's smart. He's really a smart quarterback. Yeah. And so, like, people are getting crazy about hanging Elliot this, that, and the other. We've seen what they've done in Dallas with Marion Barber and what they did to uh, oh starts the D the big dude oh what the hell's his name I don't know shit I'll think of it later right. but like they ruin I mean and everybody does but like they especially ruin running backs like <clears throat> they ran him into the ground and they went to the Philadelphia Eagles and had like a hundred carries and fucking sucked oh Demarco Murray yeah Demarco Murray. And uh, same thing with Marion Barber and stuff like that. Like they shit on him. Like you can. I'm not saying that Ezekiel is not a good player. I'm saying like if you have the choice, you also got to pay O line, and you have two really good guys on defense that are gonna their years are coming up too. Yeah. So you got to pick and choose. I would rather have in this day and age, especially a quarterback and wide receiver combo versus a hardcore running back because somebody's going to give him money. Sophie's pissed right now. Yeah. I mean, she'll get over it. <laughs> well, like, you're here. Like, you know, like, no, I totally, and, and <clears throat> to that, Ezekiel's clearly the better player of the three. Yeah. Well, okay. So to your point and kind of a broader, broader spectrum thing is, <clears throat> everything, all all sports are being influenced by basketball. And we're not even going to talk about baseball because baseball contracts, we talked about it before. They're, yeah, no no cap here. I'll let it be talked about anymore. I mean, well, there's just no, there's there's just no. There's, no rhyme or reason to yeah, it. There's nothing you can say about baseball <laughs> contracts. They are what they are and whatever. But. Uh, Wait, real quick. Quick, quick update. Okay. 
The Nationals are still like four games ahead of the Phillies. And three hundred million dollars cheaper. Oh, Go on. Makes me laugh. But all all other sports are being influenced by basketball with these absurd contracts. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's fine. Okay, get, you know, there's two schools of thought here is uh, self-preservation, get my money before I get my head cut off by some, uh, you know, dude doing a chop block or somebody, yeah. you know, going over the middle or something like that, you know, get my money before that happens, which is, you know, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Get your money, but you have to also be okay with not ever winning a championship. Because time and, time and time again, you're, you'll hear it from, from the old guard. And sometimes, I know young, young children out there, the old guard is stupid and uh, whatever, but they're right. Football is a team sport. <clears throat> so <clears throat> you, can, you can go out and get this monster contract and, you know, blah, 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 and all that stuff there. But you better be okay with never winning a championship because if you can't afford the supporting players, or I'm not even saying supporting players, if you can't afford the other oh, the uh, the other essential players on both sides of the ball, three sides of the ball, if you count special teams, you're not going to win a championship. All right, then. So what do you do with that then? You have you have. I would argue these running backs are the most talented, <clears throat> and. You're not going to pay them, or or they're on a good team, and then they pull a Le'Veon Bell and go to the Jets. So you have essentially what you're saying is you have great players going to shitty teams and running the show, right? Or great players making once great teams shitty by bankrupting them to where they can't not bankrupting them, but making them to where First they. First of all, the quarterbacks are the quarterbacks. That crap is bankrupting. Teams. Okay, and, and I was yeah, yeah, no, I wasn't just. I was saying broad spectrum. I'm talking to talking to everybody. All right, my I'm bad, my to, bad. Yeah, I'm talking to the whole church right now. Uh, <clears throat> that's good. Uh, so, like, I mean, it, the formula is the formula is there. It's been there. The, Sony Michelle is the best running back that New England's had in ages. since Cordillan. I would argue in ages. I've watched them. And how many fucking championships have they won between Corey Dillon and Sony Michelle? That's a, well, all right. So that's a skewed. I, I agree with you, but I don't because that's skewed. The the way that NFL or the way the Patriots always been is next player up, and they don't care, right? And they're not painting, but they're also not painting exactly. And, but Sony Michelle's not Ezekiel Elliott. Okay, but that's but my thing is is like Sony Michelle was on a championship team because the entire team was good because they balanced the budget in a way to afford good players at the key positions. Whereas, yeah, but he's also still in his rookie contract. That okay, that's Sony fine. Michelle will get okay. All right, no, no, no I'm, I'm still right, on I, it. I see, I see, I see. I, I yeah. got you. I got you. Okay, so the spread of the wealth amongst <sighs> the entire team brought a bunch of guys that made a good team, whereas. <clears throat> like, I don't know, uh, uh, fucking Green Bay right now, okay? You got one dude making a ship load of money, and everyone else is skip- Aaron Rodgers, yeah. yeah. Aaron Rodgers is making a ship load of money. Everybody else has skipped town for one reason or the other. And that team, arguably, you can write it down if you want. They're, they'll either miss the playoffs or they'll be – they'll miss the playoffs as an over 500 team or they'll be 500 or sub. Like I mean, I know that's all of them. I'm with you. No, I actually, I'm with you on that. And I don't even think, did they pay Devontae Adams, the wide receiver? I don't know. Have they paid him yet? 
No, See, I don't even remember if they paid him or not. I don't know, but are they going to be able to? You know what I'm saying? Like because because the, because the cap's going to keep going up, and if he puts up the stats the same as some other uh, forty million, forty and forty five million guaranteed guys, are they going to be able to guarantee forty five million dollars to him? Probably not, because they got to pay fucking discount double check. Nice. I'll give you a, I'll give you a single for that one. But here's the thing too is like, all right, that goes back to my Matt Ryan or like even like Joe Flacco or something like that. Quit paying the fucking quarterbacks. I understand that those quarterbacks want to be the main guy. Let's look at Seattle for example. Seattle, Russell Wilson bitch and moan until he got his fucking huge ass. He's like third on the list or second on the list now. And then they just paid Bobby Wagner, who is amazing, middle linebacker, or mm. I, I guess edge is the new thing, right? No, but he not. is amazing at it. They paid him so much guaranteed money. They basically now have two players, and you can't name a receiver on that fucking team. No, you can't. Eli and you can barely name the running backs because they have 95 they cycle through. <coughs> so it's going to be fucking – it's going to be Russell Wilson – Running around hoping for the best, yeah. and then when they're on defense, it's gonna be Bobby Wagner. But hopefully, you don't get hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like Russell Wilson's gonna be running for his fucking life. Joe Flacco is actually the the poster boy for this for this point I'm trying to make. His giant contract <laughs> broke the Ravens. They they have never been in contention. Same sense, yeah. They've never been in contention since he got that contract. Now. And that's kind of shitty because, like, they had a lot of good coaches and stuff, and that was not the way that was supposed to go. I, on RA's behalf, that was not the way that was supposed to go. No. And they had Ozzie Smith as their general manager, and he's a great general manager. And I think he got trumped by somebody and was like, we're going to do this, this, and this. Because Joe Flacco was never that good. Right. It was that playoff run. That's all it was. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> All right, so then what's the, what's the solution? I mean, there is no solution because you're not going to say to a guy, uh, you can't you can't look a young man in the eye and say, hey, don't make money. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it, the solution has got to be person to person. It can't be a, a – a, there's no overall solution. There's no blanket solution. <clears throat> the solution is just self-awareness. A guy is going to get into the league and he's going to think to himself, he's going to say, I want to win. So <clears throat> what I'm going to do, you know, and, and it's the whole mindset. It's like, do you want to win or do you want to, you know, do you want to make mo- make money fuck bitches? You know, it's one of those things. It's all, it's all personal. It's everything's personal. And if you're good enough, you know, yes. I try to, I try to fuck it out. It didn't work. No, no, you're good. Uh, like the money will come eventually, you know, all, it always comes if you're good enough. So I have a solution for it. Um, everybody loves. I don't know if you know who Dominic Foxworth is. No. Well, he's a big analyst now on ESPN. Um, he played cornerback for the Ravens. He was the president of the NFL Players Association and the NBA's Player Association. Jeez. All right, but. Sweet credentials, right? Yeah. Uh, except that he was part of the whole thing that fucked the players over and all this money. He listened to what the players wanted. 
And he kind of gave in because he was getting paid fat money then. The difference is all this money that's coming in between the last CBA and what's going on now is there's, (laughs) it's, I guess I'm not going to, I guess I will say it this way. It's when minimum wage didn't go up, but everybody else's money went up. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. So they were making, they went from when they signed that CBA, I'm just going to use a stupid number because I don't know the, the actual numbers. They were making $50 million when that CBA was started. Everybody was making $50 million in the in the league. Well, before that CBA went out, which is next year, now they're making $4 billion. $4 billion. And the difference is the players are not getting compensated for it. The owners are getting it. And the only thing that goes up is because of certain things. The salary cap goes up because of certain incentives for the teams through TV and blah, blah, blah. But it doesn't go to anybody except the owners. Right. Okay. I get you. And you know they're not going to fucking let that money go. No. So that's the issue that comes up is there's a way you can pay your Melvin Gordon's and Ezekiel and all that stuff, a lot of money and still have everybody be happy. But the problem is the players five years before them fucked them. And that's the issue. Yeah. They signed that CBA and the players fucked themselves so bad. It's not even funny. Yeah. Cause it looked, it it looked good at the time, right? No, no, go ahead. No, that's what I'm saying. It looked good at the time when they signed it. Yeah, and it's I I've been on I've been on both ends of that deal before in my life on certain things. You sign a fucking dealership concert or a contract for a fucking truck, you're like, oh yeah, that's good on paper. No, it ain't. They're fucking used three ways from Sunday. Yeah, and that's I mean they were just smarter. And Dominic Foxworth, like I said, I, I I like him as an analyst and stuff, but like. ESPN won't say it, obviously, because he's there, I mean, he's working for him. He didn't help at all. He fucked. He no. fucked him, if anything. Okay, so if we're looking at it from that perspective, you can. The next, I mean, we're getting closer to closer to having a hold uh, lockout during the next. It would uh, be 20, 2021, I think, <laughs> is what it would be. Okay, so expect a lockout, because <laughs> probably yes, because the owners aren't going to want to give up that money that that sweet sweet cash they're getting. Uh, and then the players need to the players need to go in hardcore and say, "Hey, Cuzzy, uh, we're the ones getting hit, and you know, blah 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 blah." The reason people are holding out and blah blah, blah and the reason that you have one star on one team and the rest of the team sucks ass is because of this. So if they were mm-hmm. able to pay everyone, you know, if you're able to pay three stars on offense. Or well, say probably six stars on offense, and probably you know the same on defense. So twelve stars, and then support players. Then the the balance of like you won't just have, it won't just be like okay, who's playing the Patriots this year in the Super Bowl? You know what I'm saying? Well, and see, and I think I think you're the Colts. You're you're on the way, and I'm not trying to say you're the Patriots. But, like, I think I, the one thing I do like about Jim Irsay 
is except for this year, which is it's still weird you had that much money left. But the one thing I think he was good at is drafting with the help of his whatever general manager he had at the time, mm-hmm. and is the way he spends money. Yeah. The, as 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 I remember from the Colts, they never overspent anything, and they never had somebody be like a like a drama, you know, like I want this, I want that, that I can recall. Now you can correct me if I'm wrong. No, it always seemed like they were able to work it out. And the only person I would think of right now at the top of my head that could be closest to it is T.Y. But T.Y. has been paid, but the difference is T.Y. got hurt, and I think T.Y. is just that guy. Like he's he's, he's he knows because T.Y. is making pretty good money right now. Yeah. And I think I think Ursay and those guys have kind of the mentality of the Patriots. I'm not saying they're Patriots, but they have the mentality of it like. If we just install this to where, look, there's going to be people getting paid every once in a while, but, like, don't expect it. Just yeah. play for your team yeah. and hope for the best. No, yeah, Man. no, I get it. No, I get what you're saying. Like, there are some teams out there that are able to uh, get a good team culture is what, it, what you're saying. And that kind of – I mean, it's – it's not queer, but like, if that's not what it is, then if you have a bunch of money growing people on your fucking team, do you really want to play with them? Especially in caps, like, you know, if, if you're Juju, say you're Juju, yeah, who wasn't getting paid, and then Antonio Brown was getting paid like a motherfucker, and shows up in a fucking Rolls Royce with nine engines in it, and you're like, man, you know, and Juju was great about it, but like. Deep down, you're like, hey, why are you such a dick? You've been paid already. Like, play football and enjoy yeah. it. Yeah. And <clears throat> we're not talking, I mean, uh, oh, God, it's happening nice. again. Oh. Better not. We're not sitting here as one of those as one of those podcasts that's just like, you know, NFL's just a bunch of fucking crybabies. We're not saying that. Like, the majority of the NFL players are guys that want to win championships, you know. They understand that they're making a lot of money for doing what they do, and they want to yeah. win a fucking championship. All I'm saying is, is the ones that are crying and prima donna and all that shit are a lot louder. <clears throat> yes, and they're covered more because you know, you know, well, shit sells. Apparently, you can apparently you can sell manure a whole lot better than you can sell fucking gold when it comes. And to I will say this: I'll say that I, I like that too. Um, I'll say this too. We are still all about the the owner guy getting paid. Like we want these guys to get paid. Yeah, we're all about them. But like, there's certain ways to go about it, and we don't know. We're never gonna be a fucking first star athlete who is the greatest thing and fucking. You know, we're never gonna be Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. But I mean, other besides him owning a fucking calculator. Like, he got what he wanted. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> of all the people bitching about their contracts, like, he's the only one that doesn't have any room to bitch because he got exactly what he wanted. It was just a lot <laughs> It was just a lot less than everyone else. Yeah, he could have played for a actual <laughs> championship team and made about six million more. Or, or. <laughs> be a bitch, get $500,000 stolen from him. <laughs> like, honestly, if you, if you count that 
if you count his uh, robbery and his holdout in a year, in a counter year, he has lost seventeen million dollars. Good God! Now he never had it. Yeah, but just lost but wages and all. He that lost shit. seventeen million dollars. Yeah, lost wages and jewelry combined. But those dreads are looking rough. <clears throat> Yeah, he's probably. Gonna, I was trying to accommodate him, but they're just gone off. He's probably going to be on my fucking fancy team. That being said, all right. So that being said, uh, let's go to Bell real quick. Bell, he tweeted a long overdue apology to his fantasy owner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and you're about so, three hundred and fifty days late, there, bud. Yeah. Um, the one thing I think he was sincere about was this. And uh, he says, somebody is like, you, you up for uh, 300 carries? He's like, 300. Or touches. Yeah. And then he was like, somebody was like, what, 400? He was like, <laughs> he's like, motherfucker, I'm ready for 500 touches. You better be. You owe people. That being said, which that, that number sounds stupid. I forgot that in 2017, he had 407 touches and missed the game. Oh, my God. <laughs> no wonder he wanted money, but he couldn't calculate it correctly. If it weren't for the fact that I'd be wearing a a Borat-style sling bikini, I would tweet him a picture of me and be like, this happened because of you. <laughs> Actually, you should. <laughs> no, he I should. You think I want that fucking picture on the internet? No, we could we can pick we can do some shit to it. Like make sure you package that and shit. Oh no, I was gonna do it. Let's do it. We gotta do it. Uh, I don't have Twitter. Somebody else got Nick's got Twitter. I have Twitter. No, we'll have Nick do it. Oh, did you hear what Todd Gurley said by the way? What? Todd Gurley is butthurt because the media keeps asking about his knee. Yeah. And he was like, It's all this fucking bad energy around me. That's what that's that's what his response actually was. Oh, no, no, it's not. It turns out you've been injured like a motherfucker, and you have arthritis. Oh, but he's butt hurt that everybody keeps fucking talking shit about him. Yeah. Well, I mean, let, hold on. Let's let this whole bad energy thing flesh out. He might be onto something. He thinks bad juju is why he hurts. No, Juju Smith Schuster's a good uh, wide receiver. What? You said it was bad juju. I said no. Juju's good. Oh shit, my bad. That's strike out for me. <laughs> but uh let's let this bad vibes or bad energy thing flesh out. I mean, we need it he needs to see a specialist on uh energy, uh both good and bad. And just, you know, get some tests. I think there's an energy test you can take where they take <laughs> the ambient energy around you and decides whether it's foul or or, you know, safe to be in. Kind of like a Geiger, like, it's kind of like one of those Geiger counters uh, that yeah. they take into radiation zones, except it's for energy, and it's either good vibes or bad vibes, and you know uh, he could be onto something. I mean, this could be a medical breakthrough. I'm not gonna lie, I feel like if I wait two, no, if I wait one year, he will be in a horrible bad B movie on Netflix with Haley from. Uh, Modern Family. 
<laughs> that's what she's been doing lately is making those movies and I think you'd be like it's like it's not it's not my knee it's not a brace it's a fucking spirit <laughs> that movie was trash by the way god damn I watched those movies but it's easy to script and get it over with that's all I'm saying or just quit I still want to say her naked but whatever yeah uh, uh, I got a couple other notes yeah, quick ones, quick notes. Yeah. Fire them off. Uh, speaking of uh, Steelers and Juju, he autographed somebody's head the other day. <laughs> and he's like, I'll give you tickets if you uh, tattoo that. <laughs> so he tattooed it. I was about to say, that's the easiest tickets that dude's ever gotten. Well, so I was thinking like, I was thinking like, this is some random, random dude. Uh, no, this dude has a fucking... He has the steel, the girls, the the logo. Yeah. On one side of his head already. Oh. The mohawk. Oh. And. Uh, so no brainer. Juju, Juju only offered him a game, and like the dude came back like not even like nine hours later and was like, "Yeah, I got tattoos." <laughs> He's like, "Fuck, good thing I didn't give, give you season tickets." Um. <laughs> uh, that dude clearly has uh, obligations not to his family or anything like that. Sounds but like whatever. Has, sounds like he has uh, tickets to a game is what it sounds like. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, uh, Dolphins fire O-line coach one week into training camp. <laughs> Making my division look so much fucking better. Even better. <laughs> Good night. Might go 16-0 again. We don't know. Uh, uh, real quick. Bucks sign. Vincent Testaverde. Oh, does that ring a bell? Like the Vincent Testaverde. Uh-huh. Oh, Vincent Testaverde Jr. That's right. No, Benny, Benny's son. No way. Has a backup. Uh, his last, <laughs> his last year, seventeen hundred and fourteen yards. Full, full season, by the way. Yeah. And 11 touchdowns for the University of Albany. Hey. Now, he was previously at Texas Tech, and before that, he was at the University of Miami. Okay. Where Mr. Benny Testaverde is. Yeah. So, basically, what you're telling me is... is He apparently is a donor to... He's a donor to fucking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I was going to say, Vinny Testaverde Sr. must have thrown in money for that pirate ship or something. No, he paid for the whole goddamn pirate ship. He makes so. <laughs> this motherfucker is a horrible quarterback. I look some of the other stats up. Dude, we could pitch fucking ball better than he can. <laughs> That's funny. It's rough. Is that, all you got Rough for, is that all you got for quick sports? Yeah, uh, I'm going to do – my mic drop will be about another player. Um, oh, wait, one more, one more. All right. Bruce Kepka showed up 47 minutes before his tea time <laughs> and won – the fucking championship. And effectively, it, well, now he moved up in number one golfer in the world, too. He should have been earlier. Who? 
He was he was the number one when the season started. Well, oh, my bad. It's FedEx points. Oh, see, that's I don't get that fucking championship shit. It's like NASCAR. No one cares. Bad at it, but um, but uh, yeah, no, nah, no one cares about the FedEx Cup. All right, it's time to get into our Fab Five. So we just got back from a bachelor party, and uh, <clears throat> I mean, we had a good time. And so, oh, yeah. uh, so, Source. yeah, yeah. So we're, but you know, we know sometimes that shit can go kind of sideways during a bachelor party. So we decided to list our fab five, uh, that guy at the bachelor party. <clears throat> yeah. They're, uh, they're pretty intense, but, uh, it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, you just bump into them. You can't do anything about it. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, this fab five is brought to you by. Lincoln Valley Laser Works, Facebook.com, search bar, Lincoln Valley Laser Works for all your custom t-shirt needs. Whether you need one t-shirt or a million t-shirts, Lincoln Valley Laser Works is the place to get them customized how you want them, what you want them, what, what you want to say on them, what you want them to look like. Uh, and it's the only place in these United States to get official Gentleman's Podcast t-shirts. So get on your Facebook, type in the search bar. Licking Valley Lace Works. Hook up with our friend, Cousin DA, and get your customized t-shirt today. All right, would you like to start? You want me to start? Don't care. I'll start. <clears throat> My number five, uh, that guy at the uh, at the bachelor party is the bad timing guy. And I'll explain. So, <clears throat> this just one instance, and it's not a real world instance, but I was just kind of thinking of like, you know, there is a, there's sometimes a dude that just has some bad timing at a bachelor yeah. party. And, like, for instance, uh, like the groom and his best man have been friends since childbirth or their brothers or something like that, and they're really having just that moment together, you know, where it's kind of like they're, yeah. drunk, they're, they're drunk, some feelings come out, they're, you know, they're really telling each other how it's going down, and then a, uh, and then – a dude that's maybe not even in the the wedding party or anything like that comes out of nowhere with a tray, with like a tray of tequila shots, and he's just like, "Let's do it, fuckers!" Like that. Yeah. Guy. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> uh, all right, my number five. Yeah, you're number five. Um, unless unless you tell me otherwise. Um, don't text anybody you're not supposed to text. Just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Don't be that guy. Just don't do it. I'm going to leave it that. Yeah, don't be that guy. Uh, my number four, that guy uh, at the bachelor party is that guy that has no self-awareness. Like, uh, you know, everybody wants to have a good time. You know, maybe you drink, maybe you don't. But, you know, for the most part, from our from our circle of the world, we like to drink at our bachelor parties. Just have a little self-awareness, you know. <clears throat> Take in a little bit of the scenery to maybe maybe tone down. Uh, read the room. Read the room. Yeah, read the room. You know, if you're at a, uh, a mini golf course with a lot of little children, maybe not say fuck so much. Yeah, or in a restaurant with some sweet old ladies sitting beside you. Don't say fucking cunt or yeah. something like that. Yeah, don't do it. All right, what's your number four? Number four is. Uh, don't be the guy drinking White Claw and bumping into people. <laughs> I was going to write... Why are you drinking the White Claw? I was going to write the White Claw guy, but 
I let it. I left it out there. <laughs> yeah, that guy, uh, that dude. We as we talked about it, and we all know about that. That guy, literally, I watched him be an asshole and bro out, and then looked at me, and then managed to bump me, and then talk to a friend that we had. And just be that guy. Like, yeah. dude, nobody wants. And if you get sex from some Dumbo bitch, fine. Be- I'm Bimbo, not Dumbo. Bimbo bitch, <laughs> fine. Good for you. You're going to be alone in your life because you're a douchebag. Yeah. And go fuck yourself. <clears throat> also, uh, this podcast does not condone the consumption of White Claw. No. Uh, if you like White Claw and you ask Stiffers to drink one right now. Silver's probably drinking one right now. If you drink White Claw, don't ever listen to this again. No. Uh, my number three, uh, that guy at the bachelor party, is uh, that guy who, and I'm going to put emphasis on the word, that guy who needs to get drunk. Like, Got to get, get there. Like, it's a, it's a sprint. Like, it's an absolute sprint. Yeah. Desperate sprint, even. We all, we all had to catch up. Well... A couple of us had to catch up, but, like, not really when we got there. Um, but I know, yeah, I know what you're talking about. That guy that's, like, he had to, he had to work that one day that everybody was off. So he gets there, and he's turned down for what? Yeah. Within an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah, just tortoise in the hair, you know? Slow and steady. <laughs> it's true. What is your number two? Slow, <laughs> uh, mine is, I'm going to play off yours. Um Slow and say doesn't win the race <laughs> because what happens is if you get all too bad at it, then you turn to that guy who starts just doing whatever anybody asks him. Don't matter who it is. If you're if you're with, with the party or if you're not with the party, if somebody walks up to him and is like, hey, you're like, hey, and then you just continue down that road of shame. Yeah. And that's yeah, pretty much it on that one. Uh, all right, so my – Number two guy, uh, that guy at the bachelor party is uh, the journeyman. Uh, so you're out on the town, and uh, the group comes to a bar. Everybody's getting drinks at a regular pace. There's good music, some pool, maybe some darts. Maybe there's some cornhole or shuffleboard or something like that. And if everyone's got a smile on their face, don't be that guy that's like, next bar. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Stop smell the roses. Just, you know. There's no roses, but stop and, you know, enjoy yourself. Yeah, that happened a few times, uh, maybe. Yeah, like, you're not, we're not filling out a bingo, like a fucking bingo board here. I agree with that. <clears throat> uh, my number three, two? <coughs> two. Two. Number two is, um, don't be that guy that tries to buy everything and then ends up in debt. Like, two, we're yeah. all friends. We're all, we're all buddies we are now making good money like let everybody share the wealth you know 10 years ago still wasn't a good idea but because you didn't have any money no um but or none of us had money but um let everybody share the wealth a little bit everybody get get a pizza for somebody everybody get a drink for somebody like we're all friends man we're just trying to have fun yeah it may have been a cool move when you were in college to take like whatever summer money you made and, yeah. and hook the boys up for one night. But now that we're all tax paying and, and bill paying functioning humans in society, you know, spread it out. 
There's no sense in someone dropping giant bills. Yeah, I agree. Uh, my number one guy at the bachelor party is the is the try this guy. So he goes and buys a drink. Ooh, explain, explain. He, yeah, he goes and buys a drink, and like takes a sip, but then through the course of the entire bachelor party, try this, bro, try this, bro, try this. You know what I'm saying? So clearly you bought a drink you didn't like, but you don't want to admit it, so you're pawning it off on everyone else. Shout out to Mr. Massey on that one. I've taken a drink of some stuff that the try this guy has come up to me and been like, bro, try this. And I'm like, you fucking ordered this? Are you out of your fucking mind? Like this is, it was it was like hot milk and, and grease or something with alcohol yeah. in it. Or like, or like uh, our bachelor-to-be that night was like, hey, it's fucking 85 degrees on the beach. Try this extra white Russian with double milk. Skim <laughs> yeah. only. Or not skim only, but like whole milk. Yeah. You're like, no. 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 If you go out, like, okay, if a bar has a special <laughs> drink, ask what's in it. If none of those things sound familiar or delicious, don't buy it. You don't have to buy yeah. it. And if you do order uh, something you don't like it, bite the bullet. Throw it away. I agree. There? Uh, yeah, yeah. What is your okay. number one? My number one is if you're the bachelor, don't make everybody that's with you the fucking enemy. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say names, but that was a bad fucking deal. And that's not cool. Yeah. And that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. That's all we got to say about that. Yep. That's either Stone Cold or Forrest Gump. Depends on where you want to let it lie. It was it was Forrest Gump with a beer thrown to him. Okay. Oh, <laughs> by the way, did you see that meme? No. Uh, it was, uh, find me a better quarterback wide receiver combo than Stone Cold Steve Austin and whoever threw beer in him. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. That's so good. They had a great completion percentage. Yeah, apparently they did work on fucking Raw because apparently he spent three hours last week fucking just catching beers. Yeah, uh, I heard that was a shit show. By the way, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'm still gonna watch it, but uh, I heard that too. <clears throat> All right, yeah. So that was a good Fab Five. <clears throat> And it's been a good show. I think it's time that we do that thing we love to do at the end of each episode. I think it's time to drop the mic. Do you, is yours happy or sad? <laughs> mine's happy. Mine, all right, so I'll go first thing because mine's still like sad and disappointing. All right. Uh, <clears throat> Cameron Meredith was dropped by the Saints uh, after he signed a contract. Uh, he was drafted by Chicago. He's He's already had a lot of guaranteed money and stuff. Um, the Saints dropped him because of numbers. Basically, him being hurt two years ago with the Bears didn't justify how the Saints thought that they were better at wide receiver as their main wide receiver sits out right now, Michael Thomas. And uh, I'm, I'm hoping he gets picked up. He's been injured a hundred times. We've talked about him on the show. He's a good kid, and he just he's not – been able to, to like express himself yet mm -hmm. and when he has he's been amazing so I really want Cameron Meredith to get a 
job again. I, mean, I think he will. Um, I hope the Patriots sign him, but I think he, I think he'll get a job again. It's, I just hate seeing like somebody like him who he's trying so hard, and it's just an injury after injury or like a you know just disappointment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was one of those people that like drafted high. You wanted to see him be good, and he's he's not doing that right now. So. Um, I hope for his sake, and he has some guaranteed money that he's already pocketed and stuff, but I hope for his sake because, like, I think he could be uh, an amazing wide receiver in this league, and I hope somebody picks him up and gives him a chance to Yeah, let's hope that happens. There's nothing worse than having your career be defined by injury. Yeah. And he, he just, uh, he's just a, a good round, good guy. Yeah. Just wants to play. He wants to play ball. That's all he wants to do. Just wants to play ball is all. Uh, my mic drop is this. I uh, went to Charlestown, South Carolina this weekend, which has sparked, uh, as the listeners are well aware, that I am a person who has won a major culinary award in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And eating all that good food this weekend <clears throat> sparked my my juices, I guess. I've been in kind of a rut as far as cooking at home. So, uh, tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, um, I'm making shrimp quesadillas on the grill and a uh, grilled chicken uh, black bean salad with an avocado dressing. And I can't fucking wait. First of all, you're a cunt for not... I'm sorry. First of all, you're an asshole for not inviting me because <laughs> I'm out of town. <laughs> Second of all... You're my Teresa, you know, shrimp. Because right now I want her to eat shrimp. Third of all, <laughs> pretty proud of that. That's that, that that's that's a that's a bold move, Con. I'm hoping it turns out good. Yeah, I'm I'm not nervous about the quesadillas on the on the grill or anything like that. You know, I think it's got a good idea. It's just that's why I'm not nervous about anything really. I'm just I'm ready to I'm ready to ready fucking to fuck it up. throw it down. Like I was getting excited at the end of work today, just thinking about it. <clears throat> so I'm going to Kroger after we finish up wrapping up this recording. I'm gonna get all the ingredients. It's going down. It's going down for real. That's right. <clears throat> uh, yeah, we've had a good show. Uh, Corey, I'll probably uh, cut you loose. Uh, I'll talk. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more uh, after I cut you loose, and then bring it home. Uh, because I was going to uh, shut up. Henderson, uh, it's very warm, but I might be staying here for a long time, depending on how my home life goes. Yeah. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Yeah, right, keep, keep your head up. You're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. All right. But, uh, Love yeah. You, All right, man. See you, buddy. Well, that was a good way for him to send off. The reason I wanted to cut him off because he had to, he had to go he had to go take care of some things. But I wanted to talk to you guys for a second because <clears throat> a golden opportunity has just landed in your lap. Uh, we love our listeners uh, more than anybody, uh, except for people that we like actually love. So no offense, but we love you guys uh, to death, and we want to reward you all for being listeners. <clears throat> but we have decided to start a fantasy football league the GMPC Fantasy Football League, and the three of us are going to be in it, 
and we're going to allow some of you to get into it. Now, here's how you join. You need to, uh, if you haven't already, you need to go on Facebook and like our Facebook page and drop into the DMs and tell us <clears throat> uh, tell us why or how, how long you've been listening, uh, what you love about the show, and basically just, you know, suck up to us a little bit. <laughs> it sounds bad, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, let us know why you want to be in the league. Like, are you, you the the most, you know, the badass fan, something like that? You want to be in the league? And uh, we'll try and do some, uh, we'll try and do, uh, depending on locations of listeners and whatnot, we may do a live draft. More than likely, it'll probably be an online or an we would like to do an offline draft and get everybody together, but depending on locations and whatnot, we may have to do it online. But <clears throat> we want to get you guys in the league. We'll put more, or we'll talk more about it as football gets closer. But yeah, uh, if you're a listener, devoted listener, and a fantasy football fan, you want to play fantasy football with us. Uh, get on Facebook, like our Facebook page if you don't already, and slip into those DMs, send us a message uh, as to. Uh, you know why you want to join the league and uh, we'll get you in and we'll have a good good time but that's what I wanted to uh, say and we'll plug it again but it's only for listeners I'm not putting a post we're not putting a post up on the Facebook page uh, you know to just the people people that don't listen to the show it's only the listeners the hardcores that's who we want in the league guys that are hardcore or guys and gals that are hardcore fans of the show so uh, let us know, and we'll get you in. We'll have a really good time. Uh, <clears throat> and that's going to do it for us. We've had a good show. Make sure you do all the do all the usual stuff, like uh, you know, uh, share the podcast, uh, rate us, uh, rate the podcast, uh, give us a good review, five star review, because you're a five star listener, and uh, spread freedom every day in everything that you do. Just live your life as true American, be free. And, uh, yep, and as always, uh, thank you now.